Hello and welcome to the Bare Naked Chat podcast, hosted by myself, Natalia Comis. And me, Ash Moon. This podcast is about what it is to be a woman in the world that we live in today. Womanhood and everything that comes with that, from periods, sex, body image, to gender pay gap, or simply being the underrepresented 50%. We're here to normalise subjects that don't often get spoken about. Women being women, talking for those of us who associate with the fabulous female gender. So today we're talking to Zara Kalik, who is a 28-year-old warrior of light and has been keeping it bright since 2007. She is the founder of Keep It Bright, a positive lifestyle brand. Zara runs every aspect herself, from designing the entire clothing and lifestyle range to writing the Keep It Bright books. She spreads positive messages daily with 70,000 followers on Instagram and with superstar celeb followers like Ariana Grande and Miley Cyrus. She has led many positive and creative workshops and is a role model and mentor to people of all ages all over the world. Welcome, Zara. Hi, thanks for having me. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So nice to have you with us on the show, Zara. Oh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure (laughs) to be here on one of your first podcasts. That's very exciting. It is. It's really exciting. I just thought, because we were just saying it before anything else, to say that we're all in three different cities around, which is quite cool. Yeah, Yeah, it's really cool global global uh, networking over us yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm in spain currently south of spain zara you're in manchester aren't you yeah and Ash? i'm in devon with my mom with my mumsy <laughs> um so zara would you like to just tell us a little bit about yourself like who you are what you're doing a little bit of background on keep it bright um, I think you summed it up pretty well in your intro, to be honest, but um, <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm Zara, I run Keep It Bright, and I've uh, been doing this since I was 16, and it kind of started just because I wanted to um, spread messages to people, um, the messages that helped me kind of turn my life around and um, save my life, really. So once that kind of happened for me at a young age, I wanted to just help other people to do the same, because I realised that the way you think changes everything so how could I like not help other people to kind of come to that same kind of realization so been trying to do that ever since and basically just built up keep it right from my bedrooms um in that time in the past 12 years so yeah and it is what it is now which is like a lot bigger but it's kind of grown very organically and I'm still just doing everything myself and yeah it's just from my heart really it's just what comes from my heart so yeah (laughs) Amazing, amazing. What was like the first initial point or like the first seed for Keep It Right? Like, did you write down some things in your journal or like were you doodling or did you just instantly be like, I want to wear this on a t shirt or on a pair of shorts? Um, or so, as for like, yeah, as you're saying, like writing down a journal, I used to. So, what I did is right at the beginning, like when I was 15, on um, before I started, I made like a little book for myself full of like positive thoughts and positive reminders and stuff and just for times when I needed to kind of look through that and doing that made me realize like I said that other people need to see the same stuff too and that's kind of how my first books ever came to be and from that I've kind of just worked on those same initial thoughts that helped me out all those years ago into kind of refining them into what they are now is like a lot better (laughs) than that first version but it all was essentially just starting with writing notes to myself to help me along the way um and that's kind of how the whole mindset of keep it bright was born uh, as for the actual clothing and stuff 
as since I was literally a toddler, I've always wanted to be like a fashion designer or was interested in kind of clothing and fashion style. So I'd always kind of wanted to kind of take that route anyway. So then it kind of made sense to me to combine the two because clothing is such a great way of spreading messages. When you see something written on someone's t-shirt, you read it subconsciously before you even realize you're doing it. Do you know what I mean? So it's, um, it was just made sense to me to combine both to spread messages and essentially you get to be like a walking billboard of a positive message, like wherever you go. So I just thought that was so great. Um, and that's kind of how the two uh, came together. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> well, it, it, feels, it feels so good though, when you're wearing mm-hmm. like an important message, like for instance, like I've got the being kind and is cool t-shirts or even like be kind to yourself, just simple messages like that. And knowing that when you go out into the world, like everyone you come across that day is going to read that and whether you realize it or not. And it's just so cool to kind of be giving that away and be giving that message away to everybody in the world when you go out. So I love that aspect of the clothing. And I think other people enjoy getting to have that kind of um, moment as well and just getting to kind of speak up without having to speak up. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah I think it's quite unique in that sense. Where did, um, where did these positive messages and this, this way of um, thinking come from Zara so you say that you you did it for yourself how did you find a way to do that how did you come into that um positive mindset for yourself so when I was like 13 14 and I was like struggling with just stuff going on in my life and I think as a teenager you kind of you know everything when when you come up against stuff it's the first time you've dealt with anything like that and Mm. it can feel like the end of the world and you don't know how to get through some of those things and um, I made a friend online who turned out to be like a bit of a positive mentor for me basically who uh, was just a couple years older than me but you know by talking to him and I realized that there is light in the tunnel and that this stuff would pass and that just kind of thinking um, in a more positive way like would change the way I thought about things and so him kind of just being there for me and asked for someone to talk to and you know that really just changed everything for me and obviously it's a long time ago and I can't really remember the, <laughs> the specifics of everything but that was just that's what made me want to be that same person for other people I wanted to be that person who you know just like like a peer who or maybe a little bit older or whatever that that can kind of be like right okay I've been through this before and you know you'll get through it too or just kind of yeah like a positive mentor um, or role model or just a friend just you know somebody who was a bit yeah who had kind of just some guidance and or some just kind of reassurance so yeah he's the person who kind of helped me with all of that and um, we're still like really good friends to this day and in fact me and him have a podcast together now which is nice. awesome I love that um, I love that so much yeah because we've been friends for like half my life now so it's amazing to be able to now with the person who helped me change my life be able to like put out more positivity together anyway so yeah it's great that is awesome I also really love what you just said about when you're wearing one of your t-shirts or item of clothing it's like you're constantly giving away a piece of positivity and it is like it's like spreading a trail of like treasure exactly yeah because you never you never know who's gonna see that and who's gonna need it when they see it and um that's always been one of my favorite things because even back when I started so I mean back when I started I you know I had nothing uh, money wise and I've not come from any kind of secure background to be honest my whole life has been like a lot of um 
kind of lack of stability and security when it comes to like family stuff and homes and you know moving a lot and so um yeah I didn't have anything to start with no support financially or nothing um and I uh, well, still never have to be honest but when I started I just started by uh putting those messages out like just I'd go and write little notes and leave them out like everywhere I went on every single bus every single bus stop everywhere I went and or like leave stickers around with the same messages and stuff and even back then before I was selling stuff and before I was doing anything just putting that out felt so good to know that like you don't know who's going to see it but it could make their day it could change how they feel about something and that kind of thing has stayed at the core of what I do still and it still gives me so much joy knowing that like even when I post something on Instagram like who knows who might see that just when they need to see it and people do literally always comment like I need to see this right now and that's the thing we all go through so much of the same stuff or stuff that can be put into the same pools of kind of like issues or like struggles and I feel like we think we're the only ones going through that or that we're alone and we really really aren't like everyone kind of goes through the same things um so yeah it's definitely nice to be able to give that reassurance to people or give people those reminders when they need them definitely and it it's super interesting really because I mean you hear stories of you know people writing positive positive messages on bridges for example where people are going to you know think about committing suicide and you know sometimes these messages genuinely change people's lives and stop them from doing something horrendous words are so powerful I mean words and thoughts are so powerful and words become thoughts as well so if you surround yourself with positive reminders of course it's gonna impact you in a good way do you know what I mean it's it's the same way if you surround yourself with negative reminders or you're feeding yourself negative thinking or thoughts it's gonna only make you feel worse so words are so important yeah yeah it's like changing your habits isn't it because your words become your thoughts exactly your habits yeah where did you get your drive from Zara because you were super young when you started and not many people uh you know 15 16 or even 17 18 have the drive to start their own business to really keep going and to to keep moving forward even when things become tough I think for me um because it was I basically like at that point like I said made it my mission like I just really wanted like urgently to be able to help people because I knew how much it just instantly impacted me like my situations didn't change but the way I thought about things changed and that changed everything and it made everything feel manageable and better and I think once that kind of happened for me I just like kind of had this urgency of just wanting to help other people because I knew other people obviously would be struggling with similar things and that's kind of been the drive just like the wanting to help and it's you know it was my mission to just do that and it wasn't about business or selling Mm. things or you know any of that really so I just I was just doing it because I really really wanted to do it so I made time to do it and I've made it a priority and obviously as it's grown and now yeah I do the business and stuff like I said it's still that same thing at the core of like wanting to get those messages out and wanting to put that good into the world which is what drives me so you know if you've got a why and you've got like um, a motivation it's obviously going to be so much easier whereas I think if people just go into things just for the sake of making money or you know doing well in business then it can be so much harder just to do well because then once it doesn't do well you kind of just can't be asked anymore or you're not motivated anymore but whereas like if your motivation is something deeper or something more than that then it's um it's easy to do because you want to do it do you know what I mean yeah 
it kind of ticks all boxes as well doesn't it like you've got the business drive but you also so much of your work is creative so you're able to span a lot of things that must be personally satisfying yeah no I'm, I'm super blessed that like obviously I love what I do I mean that doesn't mean there isn't like harder parts of it or parts that aren't like more kind of boring or you know there's it's still obviously being your own boss is um can definitely be a struggle struggle for so many reasons um but obviously I'm super blessed that I love what I do and I get to do it every day I mean it's great um and yeah but but I think is a misconception that you have so much free time or that you can just do what you want and you can do what you want of course but um you've you know I work I, I work all the time like I'm always working and that can be great as well because obviously I'm I enjoy doing it but I just think people think you just literally sat around chilling sometimes and I'm like (laughs) it's the opposite if you really want to make the dream work you've got to put in the work like it's it's not just gonna happen do you know what I mean yes we are already yeah. saying that aren't we Natalia how people are just at home doing nothing when actually even when you are doing nothing oh yeah your brain, brain stops honestly yeah. so it takes so much to do things that can just look simple or easy or you know you don't see the full picture um obviously but I do I mean I try to be as open and honest about these things as I can on social media and stuff but yeah it's easy seeing the end product of something and thinking oh someone's got like an easy life or it's you know what I mean but it's um yeah everything takes a lot of work but that's the work is where you're made the work is where it feels good do you know what I'm saying so mm. yeah. yeah the hands-on yeah. stuff is where it's like yeah. real isn't it you've got to make stuff happen that's the thing I'm never expecting anything to happen if I'm not making it happen so that's the motivation as well like if I don't do anything nothing happens at the end do you know what I mean yeah yeah and nothing changes yeah yeah exactly um especially I suppose because are you I'm assuming a, a one-woman business yeah 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 so lots of things to do and things that you might not necessarily have been good at before but you have had to be good at yeah endless to-do lists endless googling and youtubing of learning and yeah it's I mean it feel that's the thing you have all the control by being the one woman business but that's just all the responsibility and all of the tasks so it's kind of like you can share that control and you can share that kind of vision but then at what cost as well sometimes so I think that's why I've wanted to just keep it very true to my heart and my vision and what I really kind of feel feels right for me um, instead of kind of rushing to expand and like get new people on board and stuff not because I don't want to collaborate but just because I want to keep it true to my vision so and I think that's what my customers yeah, keep yeah it exactly and I think that's my customers know it's me they talk to my followers know it's me they're talking to and I think I really like that personal aspect of it because obviously so many brands nowadays it's just a faceless huge chain a lot of them so it's nice to be doing something that's still personal and different in that sense so I like that and I don't want to I don't want to change that really so no that's delicious um I think I remember seeing something um I can't remember if it was last year but where some bigger brands have stolen some of your designs yeah it's happened a few times now I think with the internet and the fact like with Instagram you know people share your stuff it's great that people share it obviously but then it's easy for other brands or the, the brand's designers just to literally screenshot it and use it and you know sometimes they don't always know the origin of the design um because they just screenshot it and used it but I think it is lazy that they even do that um because I've literally had it before where it's literally my exact design in my handwriting just printed on a t-shirt and I'm like Ugh. but guys you can't, <laughs> you can't. Yeah. but some some brands have been better about it than others anyway so that's good but yeah there is definitely people trying to make it difficult 
out there but it's happening to a lot of brands unfortunately isn't it yeah yeah it is, it is did you ever have to talk to somebody high up and be like look oh, guys, of course. This yeah like okay. with some brands i don't i don't know if like do you want me to just name drop here or <laughs> i mean yeah whatever for instance, <laughs> yeah. um it happened with primark and that was literally my exact design um like literally my handwriting the same exact design and they were dead good about it for instance they just you know when this happens so for anybody who's having something similar happen then you just gotta find like well i guess maybe go through customer service first and then they'll pass you on to like legal kind of team or whatever but for instance Primark was super good about it because obviously I could prove I could prove it was my design and I could prove it was dating back to however old so it's good to I think the good thing with Instagram is you've got the date there of when you first posted something and stuff so it is quite good in those senses um so they were dead good about it for instance but with Boohoo um which was like kind of a big deal where they'd stolen like the wording and it was very similar to mine um it, yeah, they were kind of not so great about it, but I did get a lot of support from the public and stuff, so that was good. But yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame they have to do that. We could have just collaborated mm. or something. But yeah, it's a shame when it is like a positive lifestyle brand to have this sort of like negative. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some people are always oh, should be flattered and all this, and I'm like, in a way, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not. It's not. Well, I don't find it flattering, but I find it like good that those messages are going out no matter who they're going out through yeah. you know obviously like especially with the boohoo design it was my um like it's called a stand-up design and it's like no racism no homophobia and mm. things like that that's great I was glad they were putting out those messages but it was just a shame they literally took like the exact basically order of my wording and stuff they could have just done it differently and it was more of a shame because they're from the same city and you know in Manchester especially which is where I'm from and where I have my biggest customer base it known that it's you know it's my design and it's been worn by like Miley Cyrus and stuff so it's you know it's kind of one of my bigger designs one of my more you know notable mm. kind of designs so it was a shame they didn't just collab or something so yeah but yeah it was disheartening to an extent isn't it really yeah I mean it was but I had so much good support from everybody um which was really nice to see like a lot of people standing up you know about it and contacts them and I thought it was nice to see the community kind of come together for that so that was that was nice but yeah it's a shame um when brands that big do things like that because obviously they've got you know money and power and all that stuff so it's like disheartening sense of like everyone was like oh take legal action and stuff but I couldn't really be bothered like mm. I was just like for what it's worth like you know they've got <laughs> they've got they can obviously take it a lot further than I can be asked to so yeah and that's the thing that's why they do it in many no, ways because no, they exactly. know that small businesses aren't gonna retaliate as well exactly much. so it was a shame in that sense but like I said I just thought well you know what it looks bad on them I've you know talked about it in public and everyone knows they did that now and you know a lot of people said they're going to stop shopping there and stuff and I, you know what like it says a lot about them so it is mm. what it is and I just thought well whatever no skin off my back really like whatever I couldn't be yeah. asked like dragging it out and I thought yeah for this, it's not worth like it being such a negative situation I just thought but they did take the design down because of everybody messaging so that was good mm. yeah, no, oh, yeah there was good. definitely some wins there they took the design that's down because and that was the power of everybody messaging them because when it was just me messaging them they were trying to just deflect it whereas when everybody like thousands of people are commenting at them or messaging them then they took it seriously so it's goes to show the power of like the people really it was great the power of the collective yes community yeah, yeah, and it's so nice how loyal everyone yeah. is to you as well. I mean, I sent them a message. I was like, guys, oh, thank you. Not, not cool. 
Well, it's nice because like I said, everybody knows it's me and it's what I do and stuff. So it's not like, whereas with them, it's just like, like, you know who owns it, but they probably got nothing to actually do with the brand. Do you know what I mean? So it is kind of like a big faceless kind of cooperation. So it is like nice because people know I'm an actual person and they were sticking up for like me and what I do. Do you know what I mean? Because it's obviously matters to people. So yeah. yeah, it was nice in that sense. But yeah, couldn't yeah. really bother dragging out the negativity with them. So no, no. I'm interested, Zara, in knowing how do you protect yourself from that kind of negative energy, especially when, you know, you're running the business mostly on your own and a lot of it is online. Do you, do you have anything that you specifically do or like boundaries that you set? Um, I think in the terms of like online world, like there's always going to be difficult people or like trolls or you know what I mean there's always mm. that kind of stuff you can't avoid unfortunately so as for that that's just is what it is and I guess it comes with just being online but it doesn't like stop me from doing anything you know what I mean so that's that but as for just my own life like even though I was talking about working all the time which I do um I just think yeah just self-care and stuff is so important and just like making time just for yourself to just like unwind and chill um I don't know if that's answering the question properly yeah, but no, definitely. That's, um for me that's been so much more important the past couple of years because I've definitely had like um a few like health related um incidents because of stress and mm. that's just because of my own like you know situation with just things you get stressed out about like just normal things everyone gets stressed about like family financial stuff like it's you know that kind of thing but it made me realize that definitely do need to look after my self my body better um because I look after myself as in like in a lot of ways but I think just physically and just kind of making time to unwind and stuff so I definitely do a lot more of that every day even if it's just for like five ten minutes it still helps do you know what I mean and make I always make sure I get enough sleep if I can and things like that so you know it's yeah. important to um look after yourself in those ways even if you think you're like invincible and have all the energy your body can't always keep up with that so yeah like I've had you know, a couple of years ago, I had um, started with like alopecia and had like hair falling out and stuff. And I've had like shingles due to stress. And I even had a seizure a couple of months ago. Oh my God. Wow, that yeah, is scary. I mean, these didn't all happen in one period of time. It was like over the course of a few years, but it is scary to see how your body, you know, it catches up, stress catches up in one way or the yeah. other. So it's good to try and just keep... Yeah. Um, keep you kind of balance in the sense of making time for all the stuff that matters so much like looking after yourself and rest and not feeling guilty for that and yeah just unwinding and saying no, yeah. saying no to things amazing. as well I mean you get offered to do things or you get offered to go to events and you get offered to you know anything but you don't have to say yes just because it sounds like a good opportunity if you don't think you can mentally commit at the moment to something you don't have to just say yes do you know what I mean and just remember you have an option and you have a choice like you don't have to um say yes to everything and you can say no if it's because you need that time for yourself and even just to social things like you know if your friends are always trying to see you or anything like that like great happy days but if you can't mentally do that right now you don't have to you know yeah, so definitely. prioritizing yourself is important so yeah, saying no is magical. <laughs> We're the queens of that, aren't we, Ash? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we always text each other like, "We're supposed to be social." Don't want to be. Yeah, we say honestly. <laughs> I think we live in such a we live in such a social time in the sense of like, even if we're not out and about, we're constantly interacting with people online. So 
I'm not saying that kind of replaces real social interaction, but I think, I mean, it is like we're talking to each other so much or even just looking or just, you know, whatever it is. And alone time is still so important. And just sitting and reading a book or just sitting and drinking some tea or whatever you want to do, like, it's just, you need that kind of just time away with yourself and with your thoughts just to be you know without yeah it's not being like constantly accessible isn't it you're always always access you otherwise honestly it's so important to unplug and especially as people who use social media a lot like especially if you do for work like my screen time is a mess like I wish it wasn't so high and you know when it tells you now on iPhones how much you're on your phone and stuff I mean it is good they do that but I mean it is shocking when you see it sometimes because obviously with what I do I'm posting a lot replying to messages replying to stuff and it's you know it's I am on the phone a lot even if it's just for editing pictures and a lot goes into everything and writing posts everything so it is so good when like for instance I go on holiday I you know I don't barely use my phone and it's like it feels like such a good difference to me and you can obviously do that at home too if you decide you want to just have a day where you're just like right I'm gonna put my phone away and put it on maybe like you know the emergency Mm. only kind of mode where, where people can just call you if it's like an emergency um and it feels, it's hard to do, granted, but it feels so much better when you just do stuff away from your phone for a while. So yeah, setting boundaries like that is important and just giving yourself a break because it is very non-stop otherwise and you're always plugged in, always connected. So it's good to take those breaks, definitely. Definitely. Um, this is a slightly change of subject. We saw that Alicia Keys was wearing one of your epic hats. Oh, yeah. no, that was mad. That was so cool because somebody just literally sent me her story and was like, um have you seen she's wearing your hat and I was like nope so that was great that was amazing um Alicia's like such a I think for anybody like around my age as well she was so big when we were younger as well I I know she's big in America probably still because she does all like the voice and all that stuff I think but um yeah it was amazing to see that because she's so talented I mean bloody hell I'm quite racking up a lot of uh, amazing singers yeah I freaking love Alicia love it yes she's so talented she has so many good songs and it was just like mad when it's all these like amazing singers <laughs> like wow it's a lot of talent but yeah that was yeah. a really cool surprise it was really nice. female role models as well you know for all- oh yeah yeah Alicia's amazing because she does all like no makeup yeah. and she doesn't wear makeup and she like talks a lot about that and I think that's so cool and refreshing to see because obviously in the celebrity world like they're always so made up so it's really nice to see that She's about that, and she obviously looks stunning. Anyway, she doesn't need makeup. Like, yeah, she just yeah. glows, doesn't yeah. she? Wherever so, she is, <laughs> yeah. It's so that's the best thing with like the celebrity stuff. Like the people who have worn my stuff, and it's by choice, and it's like amazing because they are such cool for whatever reasons. They all have such amazing like role model qualities about them. Like with Miley, obviously she stands up for so much amazing stuff, and like so many things she has her own like charity and you know just like all kinds of like human rights and like animal rights stuff and she's brilliant and obviously she's so like doesn't give a go for it <laughs> doesn't give a transfer <laughs> doesn't give a, <laughs> she doesn't give a damn, damn. <laughs> about what anyone thinks and I think that's great because she really is just unapologetically herself and it's like the way she does that to like the max is so unlike everybody else and like the kind of you know celeb world so it's really cool and then again with Ariana she's got such a big heart and especially with everything that happened in like Manchester and stuff like she's done so much um and been so brave and is such a kind amazing human so it's so nice when it's these people who are just amazing humans like 
despite all their talent and everything like regardless of that they're just like amazing human beings and that's just like the best bit about it all to me is the fact that they're just like these great humans doing this and who want to spread these messages too and you know we we forget they're just like you know 20 something year olds who are just 20 something year old women like like us and they're not you know superhuman just because they're famous of course yeah, yeah. and they probably need some of your messages themselves oh definitely i mean that's what i mean who doesn't go through hard times just because you've got money and fame doesn't mean that you're like immune to bad things happening yeah. do you know what i mean so and especially in their cases if bad, bad things happen so it's not you know it's just i think it's really nice to see that they are just like not not like i doubted that but it's nice i think for everyone to see that they are just normal girls who just you know want to be good kind of forces in this world as well and um stay positive and put those messages out so yeah it's amazing yeah it is especially as I think like any mental health thing or like issue when you are that much in the public eye it just gets heightened by like a thousand doesn't it I can't even imagine I can't even imagine what they go through with like I mean even if you go on any of their pictures and the amount of like negative you know it's just horrible and I just feel like they really considering all of that and obviously paparazzi and all the stuff that gets made up about you and just, you know, so much scrutiny and it's just horrible. And I just feel like, wow, they've done such a good job of being such kind and lovely humans um, through all of that. So yeah, it must be super tough. Yeah. Stay grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Zara, you're, you know, you're a role model for your audience. You're a lovely superhuman as well. And um, have there been any particular stories from your audience that you've loved? Any transformations that they've been through that they've shared? Oh, there's so many. I mean, that's the best, that is the total best thing about what I do is like getting the messages of like, you helped me leave this toxic relationship or you helped me to accept my body or, um, you know, your posts helped me to get through like the shit, like the shittiest time of my life or whatever. Like that's the best stuff to me. Cause I mean, what's worth more than that to me? Like that's the most precious thing for me. So, um, yeah, those things are the, the absolute best. And yeah, that's just always, that never gets old. Like it never gets any less meaningful. It's my favorite thing. So yeah, it's beautiful. And especially with like, um, body image stuff because what my work is like based around different you know all the different kind of aspects in life so it's not just like I just do body positivity or just like motivation stuff I kind of do all the things I can and I just kind of whatever I feel yeah. suppose but the body stuff is so great because I think that's such a big thing that so many women struggle with like insecurity about the body because of the media and because of the world and how it's been um that when someone kind of cracks through that and kind of rebels against that and does accept and love their bodies, um, I mean, that's just such a wonderful thing because I've like done that for myself and being able to help other people do that. And I just know what a good feeling it is to not have that kind of war against mm. yourself and not to have that negative self-talk about your body. I mean, it feels so much lighter and it doesn't have to be that way. Like, unfortunately, that's the way it's been and that's how we've kind of been brought up around all that kind of, stuff and it's horrible but it's good to know that you can kind of turn that on its head and you can turn that off um it takes practice obviously but I'm happy that through my work people have been able to help themselves with that and that's just so great I just want to obviously empower people um and help people to love themselves because everything's just so much easier when you're on your side because life's already difficult and it can be you know tough but if you're on your own side and you're not kind of warring against yourself, everything feels so much easier. Mm. So 
yeah it's great it's, yeah. It's, it's an honor to be able to help people to do that I mean it's the best thing about what I do oh, is that so where nice. um like the body image um stuff is that where keep it bright came from originally is that you know why you were giving yourself positive messages or was it something different um no to be honest no uh the body stuff I think has been kind of as I've gotten older um I kind of you know I mean as was I was because I was only a teenager when I started all this so I mean not like it probably didn't bother me but I don't think that was the core thing at all of any of my stuff I think that was kind of later on and um but no at the beginning it was just kind of um like I said didn't have like the easiest of like childhood situations um and just like you know I can't really bother going into the whole (laughs) thing because of sake of for the sake of you know the people involved in my family and stuff but like you know, just a lot of, um, I was raised by a single mom and a lot of just drama from my dad's side and just a lot of, you know, um, yeah, just a lot going on. And it was just a lot of um, struggle, I guess. It was just a yeah. lot. <laughs> so um, I think, but at the time, because I was only that young, there was just a lot going on and it just feels like too much to deal with and you can't always see the way out. Um, so mm-hmm. I think things seem bigger than they are as well so yeah it was it was difficult but there wasn't really anything I could do about those situations even at the time because they were kind of bigger than me and and that's why then changing the way I thought about it really kind of changed things because I thought right well I've just got to trust that what's happening is happening for like my growth and um and for things that things will work out right and as they're meant to eventually so yeah that's how that kind of helped me through Nice. What would you say to anyone who is having body issues at the moment? Um, like what, what was it that helped you through or what, yeah, what do you feel like, what do you say to people when they come to you with body, body image issues? So I did a whole, um, I need to reprint it actually because I, I've run out of them and I forgot to get more, but I did a whole like booklet on like a how to love your body. It was like a little kind of zine type thing. Um, but I might do it as a proper little mini book soon, but I do have stuff in my main book that covers it as well. But basically kind of um it's about like I think the most important thing for me is like the whole like look at yourself with love so I think if you start looking at yourself with love and acceptance and like kindness instead of looking at yourself with like judgment and hate and like disgust and all those kind of things like sometimes you know you look and you're just picking apart things and instead of doing that if you look at it with love and with acceptance and um nice thoughts and stuff it honestly it changes how you feel about stuff and just like basically you've got to build up the practice of doing that with the different parts of your body that you're feeling that way towards and also gratitude like gratitude is so important like feeling grateful for the function of your body and you know the function of your limbs and just everything um instead of criticizing the way it looks or kind of trying to you forget about you're forgetting about the fact that your body serves a purpose and a function and it does so much for you yet here you are picking apart how it doesn't you know how it looks or doesn't look just based on because of the media it's because of the media and you know all the images and everything and all the airbrushing and stuff obviously like that we've all been subjected to so much of which is unrealistic and it's a whole kind of unlearning process do you know what I mean but yeah I kind of go into it more in my books and in a better refined way (laughs) than it is right now but it's kind of a process of a few different things so it's starting to look at yourself in a loving way the same way as you look and appreciate someone else's body do you know what I mean it's like but and then gratitude and um acceptance and stuff and yeah it's just kind of a combination of that stuff and then just realizing that 
real bodies like we all have the things that we think are imperfections it's not imperfections it's just like normal stuff like you know like in airbrushing literally they airbrush like away every pore and every like follicle of like hair and everything it's just mad because obviously mm. we all have those things but because we're not used to seeing those images we feel like it's abnormal whereas obviously it's very normal and um, I'm glad that things like Instagram and a lot of the body positivity accounts and things are making it so that we see those things and we become like this generation hopefully the new generation will be used to seeing those kind of images so it'll be I think a lot easier for them to feel like acceptance for their body whereas I feel like in my generation when we were just mostly before you know it's pre-internet so when we were looking at mostly just magazines obviously it was just like one body type very airbrushed it's um I don't know about you guys but that's you know as a young yeah. teen and as a growing up that's all I saw um so yeah I'm so glad for the internet and people seeing how bodies really are and stuff and I think that's what helps so much is just seeing that stuff and realizing it's normal and that you're not like wrong and your body's not wrong yeah I mean in many ways the the internet has actually helped with that as well as not helped because of the whole Instagram yeah. you know pretend Instagram life yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah when we were kids um you know you only saw things in magazines really and the yeah, magazines exactly. like if they were airbrushed and just like skinny models yeah it was, that's what I mean so at least now it's a bit more balanced so even though there's a lot more of those kind of edited ideals on Instagram but then there's just as many probably body positivity accounts and just girls just being themselves and embracing it and it's you know it's just really nice to see so obviously it's going to be probably a long process for the world undoing all that damage and kind of you know what I mean unlearning but on an individual basis you can definitely start doing it, it just takes mm. practice and um and just gratitude for your body is really important because yeah I think gratitude is a big one isn't it I feel like most of the rest of my work is working with women in particular about their bodies and it always comes down to how they feel like they look on a particular day or so I quite often finish a session with like a gratitude for your body and it I just feel like it helps so much to remember what you were saying is like a really deep unlearning and then like a re-educating isn't it exactly and and like yeah even in my book I, I mean I'm just thinking of one bit and it says like you might not like your legs but you should definitely love them because they get you about you'd miss them if they weren't <laughs> there do you know what I mean like all this stuff like it doesn't when you come when it comes down to it it really doesn't matter like what any of us really look like like it might matter on a superficial basis but when it really comes I mean it doesn't really matter at all does it I mean nobody really cares like about other people's bodies <laughs> do you know what I'm saying like yeah. everyone's so asked and the same same goes for anything really everyone's so concerned with themselves when it comes down to it no one's really thinking about yours so don't worry so much about what other people are thinking of you because they're probably just thinking about themselves anyway you know so I think <laughs> that's kind of important to remember as well like, yes enjoy your cellulite <laughs> and your wonderful body well, just enjoy your body while you've got it do you know what I mean like unfortunately like with age and stuff like you know, you might lose some ability, you might lose some mobility and, you know, everything. So it's just like, enjoy it while you've got it instead of putting it down. And your body does so much for you. Like, it's just, yeah. So yeah, I just think gratitude, just change the way you think about it and realizing that the things you think are imperfections are just normal. Like everyone has them. You're just not used to seeing them. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We love it. Um, is there anything at the moment like in life or in society which so a little bit of different like so not directly connected to your brand but as a woman that you've experienced or that you find frustrating or that you're constantly coming up against that you'd like to talk about or that you'd 
you're thinking about or mulling over? Um, I think something like as a woman that bothers me because um, I'm like super alpha and you know I don't like I don't know I've just never really thought of myself as just like a woman do you know what I mean I'm just always thinking I just you know you don't think oh I'm a woman blah 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 like you know what I mean you just think of yourself and I'm super alpha when it comes to and you can't tell me nothing and it's very like that's what I'm like but I've noticed as I'm getting older that everyone's like seems to have a problem with the fact that I don't want children and that really bothers me because I'm like what <laughs> you know it doesn't make sense to me because I'm like okay so I know what I want I do good at getting what I want and I'm very you know focused and driven and everything and apparently that's all fine but when it comes to not wanting children apparently I don't know what I'm talking about I'm gonna change my mind and I find that so like wow I just find it so odd and I think I'm sure a lot of other women struggle with that too because it's just weird like I just find it so strange that people are like pushing these kind of old-fashioned thoughts and stuff still and it is I mean to be fair it is the older generation who tend to do it a lot more still but I just think it's so weird and also insensitive and just I don't know just find it really distasteful and gross that people um like to kind of question you like belittle you like you don't know what you're doing like you know what yeah. I mean like they're like oh no but you'll change your mind and stuff so I find that really odd and you know obviously men nobody says that to men if a man was like I don't want kids they're not going to say oh no you'll change yeah. your mind like I'm sure that doesn't I mean maybe some guys have had it happen but I doubt it like I feel like that's a very just like women-based weird thing and I just really mm. don't enjoy that I just find it really like weird that in this world now where you can choose to be whatever you want and do whatever you want that people are still like trying to push this kind of life down your throat and I think it's strange so yeah that definitely gets my goat I don't enjoy <laughs> so yeah and I just yeah it's like a phase isn't it people are like oh it's just a phase you'll go through at some point you'll come out of this phase and you'll want to be a mum <laughs> I just find it really strange like I understand that's like what traditionally that's what people just did but we're not living in those times anymore and you don't you have choices for things you want to do do you know what I mean and just because you can have a baby doesn't mean you need to have a baby <laughs> I mean I can do I could go be a doctor but I don't want to go be a doctor do you know what I mean it's like just because you can do something doesn't mean you have to and I just find it strange that people get so involved with things that have nothing to do with them yeah. do you know what I mean so again I find that odd but I just find it weird because like apart from when I first started Keep It Bright where people when I first you know because I left college so I was only 16 and I left I went to college for a few months and I left that to focus fully on what I wanted to do. Which is brave as well. And Yeah, no, I know. And it's funny when I look back at that now, I'm like, bloody hell, like, I really didn't. <laughs> I mean, I obviously just really believed in myself and that's the biggest thing. Like, self-belief will get you, you know, far. Um, yeah, I really believe in myself. But when I look back, I'm like, bloody hell, that was a bold move, hon. Like, but I obviously, you know, I have believed in myself and stuff and that's when nobody else has, that's what's as cheesy as that sounds. That is what has gotten me to make those bold decisions and I've never regretted any of them but but yeah when I look back at that period of time that's the only last time I can think of people being like oh are you sure you want to do that or oh, you'll regret it and it was for that and no one's ever said that again to me because obviously it's all gone really well <laughs> but now when I hear people tell me that about like having children I find it really strange because I'm like I obviously do know what I want and I've, I've never ever wanted children even when I was a kid I never I'm just not it's just not me so I just find it really like strange and yeah I think it's just an odd thing that happens that needs to not happen because <laughs> yeah. I just feel like you know it's nobody's business really is it so no, I've had very similar experiences because I um I also don't want kids or at least um I don't want to have my own children that come out of my vagina 
Um, (laughs) And yeah, people just don't really want to accept it. They, again, it's the same things, you know, you'll change your mind, but it's natural. That's what women are meant to do. You know, it's such a beautiful thing. Why don't you want to do it? Why don't you want to be a part of this? Um, And you just think, well, yeah, of course you're going to say that. You don't have to like split your vagina open for this first of all um without being too graphic sorry everyone (laughs) I love the graphic comment but um yeah I just I find it really uh insensitive but also just you know sexist in many ways because like you're saying definitely why should we have to be the ones that have to do this um and why and all the yeah. sacrifice and all the, I mean, fucking hell, like, oh, excuse yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> but it's the fact that, it's just the fact that, like, I mean, literally people just want you, like, fair enough for everybody wants to have kids, fine, no one's questioning yeah. you, do you know what I mean, no one's saying, why do you want to have kids, to be honest, I'm sometimes throw that question <laughs> back at people then when they're literally like, I'm like, well, why do you want to, and like, this, I, to me, personally, the pro and con list is like a joke, because the pros of having a kid is just literally to see what it would look like, and it'd be cute. That's literally where it ends for me. So that's literally, whereas the con list is like, I could go on forever. So I just feel like it's weird. I feel like it's kind of like people don't want you to like, people like want us all to kind of be like bogged down together. I feel sometimes, I know that sounds a bit extreme, but like people are like, well, that's what everyone does. So you've got to do it, but you don't like, you know what I mean? You don't like, I'm so happy to be like a rich auntie who's like traveling the world with no fucks to give. That's fine. Like, everyone do you know what I mean like those same people will definitely be gel when yeah. I'm doing that and they're like stuck and I just feel like it, there's no I just don't understand like I'm not I'm not like I'm not hating anyone's stuff that's obviously great do you but I just find it weird that people like try and convince you that that's not a good thing like it's just weird well, yeah. to me so I mean the worst yeah. thing would be I mean, to have children and you didn't want them and then you resent it of course oh my god I mean look at the amount of people who I, that's affected their lives so badly just the way they were raised by people who just had kids because they just had yeah. you know what I mean and they didn't want to have those kids I don't want to look after those kids and it's you know it's already a mess in that sense anyway so I just feel like I just think it's such a strange thing that happens and it's like unlike any other thing like there's nothing else what you say you're going to do something and people are trying to talk you out of it really it's strange like I just find it a really weird thing very outdated and weird and just yeah it needs to go in the bin so I feel like there's so much pressure now as well around this even more because we're as women expected to be really work driven and career driven as well as like the home holder and the home builder and the child birther is like everything yeah it's so weird yeah honestly I just and I don't know how I mean being a mom is such a um, like an insane job like I don't know how people just literally sign up to that so willy-nilly like just like yeah like I think it's the hardest job in the world and I think um that's not why I don't want to do it. I just think like I just think whoa it's a big deal and it's a big responsibility and um you know one people should probably take mm. a little bit more well less lightly because <laughs> it's a it's a forever responsibility you know so yeah I think it's um, a weird one that that people kind of have these social pressures about you know as soon as people get married and like oh when are you having a kid it's like what if they don't want a kid bro <laughs> Do you know what I mean like I just think yeah. I feel like we're so past all this in a way but obviously not everyone is but yeah I just find it strange like I said no one can tell me nothing but then when it comes to this everyone's got an opinion and I just find it really mm. weird so 
definitely sexist. Like I said, it wouldn't happen to a guy, I don't feel. And definitely not to the extent that we get it. Like, it's just expected of us. And I, yeah, as somebody who doesn't really live by anybody else's rules and stuff, I find it strange that that apparently still applies to yeah. me. So definitely a sexist thing. I mean, it's definitely to do with being a woman. So, it's, it's interesting yeah. because when I'm, so when I'm with my partner and like someone's, start saying so when you're gonna get married when you're gonna have kids blah 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 he just sort of says nothing because he knows where this is going (laughs) and then I'm like um that's not happening and we're not having kids and blah 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 and then of course the direct the questioning then is completely just in in my you know my direction well why don't you want to do this you're going to change your mind and blah 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 blah. and then he sort of gets them um off the hook um because it's not it's, it's not it? his responsibility or his fault if, if that doesn't happen yeah. um so yeah it is it is a funny one definitely um yeah honestly like I'm excited to be old enough that people will stop asking <laughs> me I'm like, <laughs> I'll be like, really like, like oh, it's just strange I just bring yeah, menopause. Just start telling people. <laughs> sorry I've already had my menopause so bad luck yeah honestly I just, yeah. it's just so strange in it like you'd never I just find it really rude and strange I just feel like I know it's like a social thing but I just find it strange because you wouldn't ask people about other things that personal surely like I just find it really weird so mm-hmm. I don't know just not I just yeah what yeah. even so but I think like I said I'm not really one for fitting into like social like for instance I don't drink and I like even when I used to go out like five nights a week I didn't drink and again that's another thing people would try and like try and make you feel weird for just because you're like the odd one out or whatever but I just don't care what anyone thinks in that sense like so I just never have been asked I'm not here for the peer pressure but I think with this it's weird because now obviously as you get older I mean people still try being pressure drinking I'm just like lol what are you doing but with the kid thing I just think it's a whole big a whole big thing and it's just weird that people say these things so yes very weird and confusing <laughs> so yeah <laughs> weird. I love the uh, I'm not here for the peer pressure no I just I know never I think that's the thing I've I've always been quite like since I got into all the positive thinking stuff I think I've always been quite self-assured so I haven't needed anybody else's permission or validation or um acceptance I'm not bothered because as long as I love and accept me and I feel like everything's aligned and right within me and I'm doing what's good and right like I'm not bothered what anyone else thinks about it so as long as you're not hurting other people and or yourself like all good you know what I'm saying like it's just it doesn't that stuff doesn't matter worldly stuff doesn't matter of like someone's gonna think you weird for like wearing this or someone's gonna think you weird for not drinking or not you know eating something or whatever it's just like you know I just I don't care about fitting in I don't care about fitting in with societies whatever just because it goes with the grain like I'm not bothered like I'm gonna do what feels right for me and make no apologies for it you know what I mean so I just think it's important to have more conversations like this because it's important to know you're not the only one getting it in the neck of people who are weirdos. So yeah, I think, yeah, the more people who talk more about like, for instance, not wanting kids and stuff, like I find it nice to know that you don't either. Cause it's like, Oh great. Like, you know, obviously it's not everybody who's going to want the same thing. It's so strange. So yeah, I think people need to be a lot more open-minded when it comes to these things. So yeah, 100% open-minded and allowing for the different ways of yeah, doing life. Of course. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. It's strange. It doesn't fit in because nowadays everyone's living in so many different ways you can make money literally just sat on your sofa like you can literally do anything and the world is so like open and 
I just find it weird that those kind of old fashioned things still kind of creep in. So yes, definitely strange. <laughs> yeah, that's my end of my rant on the, <laughs> that topic. <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> I wanted to ask you what at the moment is there like a little thump something in your life which is giving you joy at the moment like a really small thing or a big thing that's like. a cute question <laughs> oh that's lovely um yeah so um I think oh well there's probably loads I'd like to actually think about for that question and say but something I'm excited about at the moment is that um so I want to do more like in real life stuff um with my followers and my you know customers and everything and I love I love meeting people in real life and I love talking to people in real life and obviously um as great as having an online business is um and an online following is I, I much prefer talking to people in real life so I want to start doing more in real life things <laughs> so um for instance in March I did like I think I was on three or four panels and I love doing that kind of Q&A's and just getting to talk to people and meet them in real life and answer their questions so that was a real like buzz for me because I think I'm like best in my real life form instead of my internet form so um I was like right well I need to bring more of that into my life since it feels so good so um I'm just planning some little keep it bright club things at the moment which are basically just going to be little intimate intimate events um in different cities starting with England obviously um so I'm just planning those at the moment I've got like two up already in like Leeds and Leicester but I'm going to do obviously Manchester and London and Liverpool um so I'm really excited for that because it's just going to be like 15 people or so and get to have more of an intimate kind of like Q&A or like any advice they need for like relationships careers anything and and um, get to network and meet like-minded people who live near them and just all that good stuff. So I'm super excited for that because, like I said, I just love meeting people in real life and being able to kind of give more personal advice instead of just kind of general internet statements. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I'm super excited for those. Um, they yeah. sound awesome. I love that. And I'm really excited. So I'm just trying to start venues and stuff. But yeah, really, um, yeah, excited to get out there and hopefully I can record some bits of them and stuff and share them, um, you know, with people online as well. If there's any like good advice and things, but really excited about that. So that feels like a nice, fresh thing. Um, and yeah, I think that's just my main, one of my main focuses at the moment. And I'm just really enjoying um, making stuff again. I've got like, just been making a lot of new homeware stuff. And again, with homeware, I think, what your surroundings affect you so much and the messages you see every day um affect you so much so I'm just enjoying making like homeware and I've kind of like switched up my space to be like more kind of cozy and summery and stuff so yeah it's nice to be able to make stuff that will help other people have them same vibes in their houses as well so yeah those are my current things I'm kind of focusing on and enjoying. Oh, your current joys yeah. I love your current joys <laughs> that's such a cute question though I love that it's so. funny because we're both quite home bodies aren't we Ash and um I'm constantly like I really want to get this for my home and this and like I was even I was looking at your website being like mm, maybe you can buy like these things and then of course we're so oh. nomadic at the moment that um really got to like have stuff that is transportable like yesterday uh, I just moved flat again and I was just like why do I have so many possessions <laughs> honestly moving is a struggle I've moved so many times in my life I wish I'd like counted if I could I don't think I could even remember them all to count so moving is such a struggle <laughs> but yeah it's definitely best to have less uh when yeah. it comes to moving or just like I the guess. things that but, bring you the most yeah. joy the things that you can try oh yeah definitely I'm glad everyone's on that kind of um bring you joy hype at the moment because I've definitely been like clearing out and stuff but I think it is still I mean I understand like some 
things are nice minimal like for instance my bedroom is quite minimal but that just helps me sleep because I think I've always had because I've worked from my bedroom for like 10 years I've only in the past two years I've not I've had an actual office or workspace uh, before that I was like literally you know all my clothes all my work stuff all my possessions was just in one bedroom so it was always quite a hectic space so now I really enjoy having just like a very blank slate bedroom just to sleep in and it's like nothing to kind of yeah. you know what I mean like keep me up whereas um my living room is a total different story and it's just loads of stuff that everywhere I look it makes me happy and I love it so I'm definitely not very minimal in my uh, space at the moment but because I think because I had the freedom for once in my life to have space and to have like things that are nice because the rest of the time I've been like scrimping and like living in tiny little bedrooms um forever so yeah that's definitely bringing me joy as well just having space to just be and just live like I live by myself and I, I love it so yeah having your own space is just so good isn't it oh it's the best isn't honestly it? it's yeah I feel like because I've been moving around well we've, we've both been moving around so much this year but um I actually counted recently and since August I've been in 14 different places in since August yeah. Ash has definitely got oh the record <laughs> that's yeah, that gonna... is... wow <laughs> but it's been insane but I felt like I had to find a way of cultivating home in myself mm. more than anywhere else and then also choosing like three objects or things that made me feel like I was at home like things that as soon as I placed them out somewhere I could nest and anchor and be like okay now that I've done this this place can feel like my home or that's like lovely can... that's such a nice way yeah. of thinking about it yeah yeah, it was really refreshing. God, 14 really moves is wild. Even by my standards, that's a lot. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been an adventurous yeah. year. Yeah, well, yeah, that's good if it's uh, going well. But yeah, I think, yeah, creating like a, a nice space to be in, it just matters so much. Whether you're doing that with minimal items or, you know, more, like it's just like environment matters a lot so but yeah the yeah. idea like you said of home within yourself mm. is lovely as well I think that's the thing with like once you start to love and accept your body it feels so nice and like right and home do you know what I mean it just feels like settled and that is nice like yeah, yeah. Yourself, like. um I really enjoy sitting down and thanking each part of my body that's been working particularly hard but yeah, I always find that I sit down and thank my feet because I'm always dancing or running or walking and I feel like they do so much hard work. And that, for me, was such a massive thing of becoming friends with my body and helping other people. Honestly, that's exactly it. And that's so nice you do that. And I'm saying with my hands because, like, if I didn't, literally, I couldn't make anything without my hands. And I'm so, like, madly grateful for the fact that my hands are all right and that's they stay all right every day like this is the thing we take so much for granted like it's just a given like we're just going to have it every day and obviously that's not the case that life everything changes all the time so you've got to be grateful before it's like a you know missing what you had and didn't kind of realize yeah so by realizing what you have all the time it's just a good place to be and you start off like feeling like the richest person because you are so blessed you know what I mean so Super important. Yeah. Yes. Um, should we whiz round and do a quick thing that each of us is grateful yes. for today? Just I've because totally we've got mine already. Go for it, Talia. You, you can start. I am super grateful. Actually, can I have two things? I'd like two things. <laughs> <laughs> I allow it. I'm super grateful for the fact that I now have an oven, which is ridiculously um, rare here in Spain. Um, so I'm going to be making lots of banana bread and like yummy things, which is cool. And um, That's great. I'm also super grateful for my toes 
mainly because I broke my toe a few days ago, literally just by walking, which was, so I don't even know. Oh my gosh. It just, yeah, it seems like typical me of, um, you know, just managing to have an accident without actually doing anything. Um, but that made me realize how grateful I am for my toes and for my feet, um, which is exactly what you guys have just been saying. So um, I'm now going to be doing a little foot and toe practice every day um, because I generally, I quite often hurt my feet. So I need to, I need to love them more so that they feel appreciated. <laughs> yeah they're getting a bit lonely honestly (laughs) what are your gratitudes today well I think after the conversation we've had um definitely my oven (laughs) 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 I didn't realize literally that ovens weren't a thing in Spain and I'm shook because I rely heavily (laughs) on my oven because convenience food is my life um but no I'm super grateful I think especially after just you know recapping the conversation we've had just for my home and just for having this apartment that I'm in at the moment because it's the first place I've ever just, well, it's the first time I've ever lived by myself and it's my first ever like home just to myself and just space and just like to make look exactly how I want and just have a separate sleeping area to like my work area and, and just to be able to make it look exactly how I want and just, you know, just somewhere to be where you close the door and it's just your own space. And I think that's just so precious. And I mean, I just, I'm loving it. I mean, I've been here for like a year and a half now and it's like, the best thing I ever did for myself like even at the time I couldn't really like afford it and stuff I was like I need to do it for my own like yeah. mental space and it's just the best thing I ever did and honestly like can't recommend enough living by yourself <laughs> like I'm in like a happy relationship and everything and everyone's always like oh how can we not live together yet but you know again like I said not asked about the social pressures of stuff like taking it at the pace we want to take it and how it works for us and situation works for us but I'm so grateful to have my own space and just like really enjoying that and trying to, instead of trying to think of like what's next or you know like oh you know living with somebody else it's just just yeah god it's precious that time to yourself and just that space to just be and not have to you know worry about anything and I just yeah I'm so grateful yeah, I love that and it's also yeah. so um so important for us as women to realize that we're allowed that we're allowed our, our own space and we're allowed to have our own lives and we don't have to fit into any norm or to to live with our boyfriends if we don't want to or like exactly. we don't have to give yeah. in to anything that is that doesn't serve us yet exactly exactly so honestly that's that's when I was on my run about the whole children thing and that's the thing that bothers me it's like we're literally able now to make any life for ourselves that we want so I just found, that's why I found those opinions so outdated because I was like, no, no, I get to choose what I want. Yeah, all the girls I know who have their own, um, have their own places are like the happiest because it's just chill. It's so nice. Like, it is. I was in quite a controlling relationship at the end of last year. No, last year or whenever it was. Sorry a while to hear ago. that. Uh, well, yeah, it was, a, it was an accident. <laughs> but when I first left, <laughs> the first thing I thought was, oh my god my house or my home wherever I am can look how I want it to look and it just felt like the most freeing thing Honestly, so good you don't need no man <laughs> nowadays, you know like you just literally, that's the thing we can have it like because if you think back to even like I don't even know just like our parents you know not long ago literally it was very like you know you get married then you move out of your home home into like your family home into like your you know your spouse's home and you live together or whatever and it's just like it was such a set way of living and then you have your kid like straight away and then you have another kid and it's just like 
so it is so controlled and weird like the way things were so I'm so glad things like even if you still want to do that fine but at least you have a choice now and I think that's the important thing is like taking back the power of like you have a choice and that might be the choice to make those same decisions in that traditional path but you also have the freedom and choice to do what you want hopefully so you know to use that and embrace that instead of kind of trying to fit in just for the sake of you know oh I graduated from uni oh I did this and just for the sake of societal you know fitting in like it doesn't matter does it so because in the day you're it's if you're you know if you're not doing stuff that's right for you you're the one who's going to feel it um the most even if you're trying to do stuff that'll please other people if it doesn't sit right with you that's what's going to eat away at you so it's got to sit right with you and then you won't even care what everybody else thinks because it doesn't matter like I said it when it comes down to it everyone is more asked about their own stuff so don't worry yeah yeah totally I, I wish people feel. would I wish more people would just care less about what other people think of them when it comes to anything like what they're wearing what they're doing just you know just do it for yeah. themselves like I feel like on that note, my biggest gratitude today is my freedom in that case, like having the freedom to roam as I have had and the freedom of choice, which is like the biggest freedom. Yeah, that is the biggest blessing, isn't it? It's just, I mean, we're so fortunate and freedom is a big part of that, honestly. I'm always, that's one of my, when when I like do like a, a thanks prayer or whatever like that's I mean freedom I'll never forget that one because I just think it's so you know we're so fortunate in like where we were born or where we live or whatever to have those freedoms that not Mm -hmm. everybody gets and it's just like you know if you take it down to that base level of gratitude this I mean wow we can't even imagine you know anything different to that now and it's we're so lucky for that um and even just to have the freedom that people didn't have like you know 20 30 40 years ago I mean it's yeah it, there's so much good happening and so much progress so definitely a blessing to be alive in this time yeah free time the most free yeah. time yet so it's brilliant yeah so um I reckon we should finish off with uh what women in your life do you feel inspired by or lifted by um yeah throughout your life um, I'm just having to think. So, if you guys want to go first. So, for me at the moment, actually, so we talk we talk a little bit about this in the first episode, but um, I'm feeling really inspired by all the women that we're actually talking to for our podcast, and all the women who are um, coming forward with these amazing stories that they're willing to share, um, and and just hearing about so many women who are are doing awesome stuff um I'm yeah I'm I'm really inspired by just by everybody that is doing what we've just been describing like claiming their freedom you know stepping forward and doing the things that they feel passionate about or that they feel strongly about that that needs to change or um yeah just just following following what they feel is right I think that's super inspiring yeah you totally hit the nail on the head there that's exactly like I was gonna say because when you said it I was just thinking of like every single woman I know and I was just like but they're all so inspiring in their own ways with whatever they're dealing with and whatever their thing is and whatever their struggles are they are all so inspiring and you know being a woman is is can be so hard in this world still you know even though it's easier than ever it can still be super hard um because of all the pressures and the you know expectations and all the bullshit but but like people who still with all that extra kind of layer on top and then all the other kind of sub, you know, of being then a woman of color or being, you know, anything else. And then it's just, um, 
yeah, just so inspiring that people still so like strive and thrive and just yeah, kill it. Yeah. So yeah, everyone I know is super inspiring, honestly. Um, I was when you asked the question, though, I was going to say um, my mum uh, is super inspiring for me because um. And that's like a typical answer, but but she she is because um, I mean I love my mum more than anything, but the the reason why what inspires me is the fact that um, even though she was in a kind of traditional kind of situation and a culturally um, kind of traditional situation with when you know growing up when when she was with my dad and all that stuff, and I think she inspires me because she was brave enough to like break out of that kind of expectation and that kind of situation, even though that's a lot more difficult than staying in that situation. And people, a lot of people stay in those situations in those unhappy, you know, marriages and situations and for the sake of the kids or for the, um, just for the sake of keeping appearances or whatever it is. And especially in like Asian, um, for anybody who doesn't know I'm Asian, um, so especially in Asian um, kind of cultures and families and stuff, it can be definitely super like kind of, um, can't think of the word right now, but yeah, like frowned upon and like, you know, it looks like bad on, you know, families and stuff. But I'm so glad that she, I mean, her family is not like that, but the family she was married into is. So I was just so glad that she thought it was more important. She, she always says that. She said it's for the sake of the children that I did leave because of how much better their lives would be, you know, away from all that and away from the father and stuff. And that, I mean, I, you know, I owe her the whole world for doing that because everything good about me is because of my mom. And you know amazing I'm, I'm so grateful so yeah super grateful um for that and for her not wanting us to think that the way she was being treated is normal or acceptable and for her being brave enough to you know um step away from that and that's a brave thing to do so yeah um always super grateful for that even though it was so long ago but you know always so grateful because obviously my life is how it is um because of that so grateful. yeah I love that yeah, yeah. Amazing. it's funny because we, we always say mums as well don't we um and and for me actually it's very similar reasons Sarah as well um so I really um I really feel what you were just saying yeah um so yeah cool um Ash do you have anything else you'd like to add um no just thank you I think this has been a really delightful conversation and I feel like I've gotten a lot from it from both of you oh, as well just talking yeah. to you guys thank you so much for having me so it's always yeah. so nice to talk to um like-minded people and hear you know it's more about you guys as well and yeah just I really enjoyed it as well so thank you for doing this Yay. podcast thank you for being uh, one of our friends yes Oh, may there be many more I'm excited <laughs> excited to hear them all <laughs> um, maybe this week going to say Zara Kalik always also has her own podcast which is uh, yeah. the bright side podcast the bright side yeah um, and you can find we can find you on Instagram at keep it bright yeah keep it bright yeah alright well thanks so much Zara oh fab thank you so much guys loved it have a great day thank you bye bye, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bare Naked Chats podcast. We love every single one of you. We will be back in a fortnight with our next installment of healthy oversharing, juicy chats and educational condos. You can rate, review and subscribe to Bare Naked Chats on iTunes and please do, we will love you forever. 
This helps boost our rating and spread our love even further. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Chats, and you can email us at barenakedchats at gmail.com with any comments, thoughts or topics of interest you want us to delve into. To celebrate the launch of our podcast, we're doing a fab giveaway for five lucky peeps who leave a review on iTunes. Details of the giveaway and the winners will be released on Instagram, so keep an eye out on there. And if you want to make sure you don't miss out, just drop us a DM on Instagram after you've left a review. So go on and get writing to be in with a chance of winning. Catch you later, cats. Adios.